There's a goddamn war going on outside, you guys, <laughs> between gay people and people who enjoy delicious chicken sandwiches. <laughs> and, and we're all involved in this war. I hope you've chosen your side wisely. All right? I've lost a lot of friends in the past couple of years. A lot of friends, all right? A lot of friends, all right? Because you know what? I've decided, fuck it. I don't care anymore, all right? If, it, if it's between me and your fucking friendship and that fucking chicken sandwich, <laughs> then I'm choosing a chicken sandwich every time because it's way more delicious than anybody's friendship, all right? I love it. I, I, I don't care. I don't care anymore. I'm not ashamed anymore. I, don't, I used to have to go to Chick-fil-A wearing disguises. I don't give a fuck anymore. <laughs> now I just drive down the street just honking the horn, just laying on the horn, wanting somebody to join me. Join me in this fucking liberating revolution that I'm trying to start. With people that just that realize it's over a fucking chicken sandwich, and we should all maybe loosen the fuck up a little bit. Once again, we're going to be reporting to you from South Lake Union. That's the neighborhood, the state of Washington, city of Seattle. It's going to be episode 133 of, uh, excuse me, uh, Chef, uh, quit playing with your phone. And how much longer on that mid-rare steak? I was just finishing my game, so sure. I didn't hear the call, Chef. Do you want to say that again? Uh, oh, God. Uh, did you post that steak to Instagram yet? Yes, Chef, it's on. Thank you. Hashtag awesome. <laughs> I'm one of the hosts of this episode. My name is going to be Bobby Stills. Uh, sitting to my right is going to be... Uh, introduce yourself, please. Hi, here. my name's Eric. Hey, Eric. Uh, I do the food things here. Do the food things. We all do the food things. Uh, we have a producer today. Yeah. So... I'm here. Keith is back. Be aware back. that this episode Keith is going is to probably sound better than the ones I do, except something's going on with our microphone. So if I go like this... You know, it sounds like might this. sound fucked up, but it will never sound more fucked up than the way you scream when you get hit with a plate. <laughs> I've never been smacked. With, my mom threw a plate at me once. I've never actually been hit by one, but I have seen people hit by plates. It's not yeah. a... I ducked out of the way, and then I laughed and said, ah, you got to clean that up. <laughs> then I ran for my life. Uh, Keith <laughs> is here. We're all... The family's back together. Yeah. The podcast. The Grill How Long Steak, Mr... Triforce, Senor Triforce is back. Um, I didn't get to go anywhere. Eric went somewhere. Keith went somewhere. Keith, I took a picture of you with me in my wallet, and I said, "Here's my child. It's <laughs> <laughs> my fat, my, my lesbian daughter." Oh my god, that's terrible. You know what I'm saying? I'm looking slim. You know what I'm saying? You know, feeling. You know, you got, my good, my dude. boobs are coming yeah, coming out. Good. You know, it's summertime, so I wear my two piece. Mm. It's gonna be great. Uh, Keith, would you inform our listeners what you were doing, where you went? and what you ate besides penis. <laughs> <laughs> the, the listeners know that's that's a yeah. given. He did uh, go, and he was like look, looking for some besides, smokers. Besides yeah. penis. He went down and he's like looking for barbecue, but Multiple. he said he got a bunch of smokers. <laughs> <laughs> big big yeah. smokers. Yeah, big smokers. What can I say, man? It comes with that extra sp special mayonnaise sauce like they do in Alabama. <laughs> so no. can you say they're burnt? <laughs> Giant burnt sausages kill bosses. No, I was down in Austin for uh, South by Southwest. and uh, Represent that Soundcasting Network. Yeah, we were. We had a client down there doing a panel, and um, I really took the opportunity to eat as much fucking barbecue as I could get my hands on. And uh, I have to say that anybody in Seattle who thinks that we've got good barbecue here in this city is fucking retarded. It's just not. A we fact. don't use those kinds of words on the show, Keith. Pretty, it's was, not very PC, okay? Mental retardation is a real thing amongst kitchen workers. I think he just, like, <laughs> I like how you pieces of shit both just doubled down on it. Fucking assholes, man. You know, it's the one word that I think I'm going to have to refuse to give up because, as one of my good friends says, you, you don't uh, call people with mental problems retarded. You call your friends retarded. I don't, okay, here's a hot take. No. Uh, what do you think about the word fagot? Uh, I won't use it personally no. unless I'm so I don't know how I don't know how to feel when I hear people say that in anger because a lot of people don't say use that word in their vocabulary. I don't use it in my vocabulary. But when people are angry about the fight somebody 
it comes out at bars I, I hear sometimes. You know, they're like, fuck you. Well, because you're trying to insult somebody's masculinity, and that's the yeah, easiest way what to are do you, it. Yeah, but what are you supposed to do when somebody says that and they're angry, already about to fight somebody? You're like, oh, hold on, I got this, man. Step out of the way. I know he's mad at you, but he just used that word. Yeah, you know, yeah. what do you do? I mean, I, I try not to associate with those types of people, but it's some vernacular that's used in a kitchen sometimes, uh, especially by um, f- foreign Workers, you know, maricon is. Yeah, you know? I've, I've heard that a lot in like you Spanish know? speaking kitchens. Yeah, and a uh, and, and a lot Loto. of it, yeah, well, but a lot of it's a lot of it's joking around, and and, and they don't, I don't think they mean any disrespect. But again, I, like, I don't something. think people mean disrespect, but it's going to offend someone, so just don't. Yeah, but context is king. So yeah, so back to your point of people being mentally challenged when they think that we have good barbecue here in it's Seattle. It's ridiculous. Listen. <laughs> I, I, I can't even get through a fucking uh, barbecue review. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I went, we went to a place called Blacks, uh, Randall Blacks. It's one of the here he goes no, and bestest uh, uh, barbecue God places in it. Austin. Let's kill me right now. And like the, the the only way that I can describe the fucking brisket at this place was like you know how when you have foie gras and it just hits your tongue and it just melts. Yeah, that's what this fucking brisket did. That's amazing. it was just barely held together by whatever connective tissue and fat was in there. And as soon as you touched it, it just kind of melted. And it was the most amazing brisket experience I've ever had. And as much as I love Jack's down in Soto, they couldn't touch this place with a 10-foot fucking pole. Can I tell you something about really good barbecue? No. Though it takes forever to get right. Yeah. And so a lot of these places that are down in Texas that people are liking are have been open for a very, very, very long Yeah, 80, time. 90 years. Right. So that's why I say, like, Seattle is very young in a lot of ways. I can see over a period of time somewhere like a Jack's getting there. I honestly think that part of it is uh, I think it's like the the fucking New York water when it comes to pizza. I think there's I something think so. in the That's not true. That's not no, true. water has no effect on crust or dough or anything. And, 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 and okay, so you I'm know using what I think water, it is? New Yorks are disillusioned by everything that they think everything is fucking better and then they can't understand yeah, that other people do things too. I think there's something about the environment that helps produce better <laughs> shit down there. I just think that there's a culture driven by different areas so if you go and have bagel stuff in new york people always say these are the best bagels because they're just stuck on that it's new if york you go bagels, down if you go to austin or texas or anywhere else or anywhere i mean texas isn't like the mecca of fucking barbecue there's different Memphis, styles of, baby there's different styles of kansas fucking, city st louis there's tons South like Carolina, fucking million different Alabama. styles of barbecue but everybody's gonna always defend it and whoever says it's first and then whoever says oh my god franklin's there's like 20 other places around there that are fucking incredible too yeah um it doesn't mean that anybody's wrong but i i have i would say that it's a cool thing that here in seattle people are actually trying now because I could say probably maybe 10, 15 years ago, nobody really gave a shit. So now that there's this like pseudo competition around here and there's more barbecue places popping up. Well, I think that there were some barbecue places in Seattle there where were. you had tradition that stretched back from the south up here. Of like course. there was a place up in Ballard up on, uh, I want to say it was, what's that main drag up there? I don't fucking eh, know. Whatever. Man. Leary? Leary? No, it was up by like 65th and 15th. There was oh, a place up there. <laughs> Down the street. Oh, um, shit. There was this old black dude who had a little hole in the wall shithole shop, but he had the best gumbo and the best fucking pulled That's pork. That's awesome. And those places don't tend to stick around that long. I don't think. I don't think they like were really. Su- I don't think that's. But that's the problem. Is like the, I don't think people up in Seattle know what good barbecue is, and so they, no, don't, they, don't. they don't support. They don't come out, and they don't buy. Yeah. Therefore, you can't afford to stay open. That's it. Begs the question. Meaty Johnson's is doing pretty well, from what I hear. When they first opened up, they were selling out all the time. It's not happening now. But that's how everything is around yeah. here. Is there a line at Shake Shack? New ha- nope. Nope. But they're expanding, though. They're it doesn't matter. They're going to open a million of those fucking things. Before sure. you know it, in 20 years, it's going to be like McDonald's. So They've got corporate but money. If it's they new, it's it. great, right? If it's new, it's great. Yeah. And that's well, the way it goes. Yeah, but in the, but that patina wears off. You know, yeah, that, that, know. And, and like there have been very few barbecue places. Jones Barbecue was like super famous in Seattle for a long time. Picos has been around for a while. But... It just it doesn't compare, and you're right. It might it might be contextual. It might be oh, I'm in Texas, and this yeah. is the way they do it here, and that adds something to it. Which I mean, there's a there's an argument for that, but I also think that there's just something else down there. Maybe it's the wood. Maybe it's the soil the wood's grown in. Yeah. I don't know. Or maybe they, you know, being able to smoke and cook it the way they can. 
yeah. um, as opposed to up here in Seattle, which needs to be so formal with like food regulations and city. Um, it's almost like it's almost hard to do. Up well, here, and the right? air up here is different, right? So like yeah. if you've got high humidity and high heat and high moisture, ah, you're going to have, yes. you're going to have a different effect on the smoke and yeah, it's going to affect the air mixture that. and everything else. You see the little light went off. Um, yeah, I mean, but you can still can control all that stuff too, you know, to an extent, but like you can't grow truffles anywhere, but fucking France. I mean, you don't really grow for them. You, you know, find them, well, but, but in Australia, they grew them. And, they're, and they're, they've tried to grow them before, but like they couldn't get the, the substrate right. They, they couldn't get they the got soil it, right. So they got it right. They cultivated them in Australia. They stripped them from uh, trees and the and basically took them about 10 years to fruit and they're stellar. Tight. Hella tight. How expensive Sorry, are I they? did a truffle project. Um, they are on par. Price really? Now. Yeah, they're on wow, par. Price a, lot of, a lot of the higher end restaurants have like kind of latched onto them and said, hey, these are actually really good. And you know what? They are. Can we get some bacon wrapped truffles now? Um, of course. Have Have you ever bitten to a truffle like a solid truffle yeah. before? Yeah. yeah. Is it just overwhelming? Uh, uh, no, it's, it's just kind of weird. No, I mean it's strong smell and yeah. fine, but it I mean, just tastes just, like truffle. It's just weird taste. Yeah. Try to bite the whole fucking thing. Like yeah. That? It's the most like ultra first world thing I've ever ultra. tried, probably. But yeah, no, I, I mean super mega ultra. You gotta, you gotta try. I, I used to take them whole and uh, ferment them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I used to take them whole. So our our orders. Used to take it whole. Yeah, uh, we used to. I used to ferment them whole, or you know, or in the aviary they were putting them in cocktails and all this other shit too. So anything, uh, Eric? Do you want to uh, tell any talk about any any news updates for Auto or anything like that? Oh, just a lot of stuff is normal. Uh, and we've been <laughs> we've been really busy. I haven't had a day off in a long time. Um, yeah, we're just really busy, man. We're looking for people. I'm looking for Always people. Looking for peeps. I'm looking for people and a possible expansion might be on along the way. But whoop, whoop. I'm getting down to details of that. So we'll see. Uh, yeah. So looking for people, uh, you know, cooks, the usual, that kind of stuff. So, okay. Let's get into a little bit of food news. Eric had brought up that uh, a big resurgence has come up across a bunch of social media platforms and across, you know, fucking silly food websites about uh, people not knowing that uh, Chick fil A have uh, been donating money to anti LGBTQ. Was there a new letter added onto that? T? The rainbow alphabet is not beloved of Chick-fil-A's owners. Yeah. They don't like the gays. No, and they're not open on Sundays. I don't think anybody uh, who's uh, woke, a.k.a., you know, it's not, aware It's of, nothing new. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, Chick-fil-A's been doing that garbage for years. Well, it, it uh, it's the same thing we talk about on this show about no the people behind the places that you're spending your money, not just in the restaurant industry or the food world, but in all walks of life. I don't go and eat at Five Point anymore. Yeah. Uh, I don't go to that one bar in Capitol Hill anymore, even though that guy doesn't work. Yeah. I mean, there's tons of places in Seattle that I don't support once it comes out about, you know, issues about the owner. Um, yeah. There was an article that came out. I mean, or didn't really want We're not going to talk about it or delve into it, but we were talking about it before we started the show. And Eater had came out with a, a, a article, I think, a week or two ago about how do you support your friends who work in the restaurant industry who happen to work for shitty uh, people? Uh, yeah. Shitty yeah. fucking people. And it's terrible people. And you know, the best advice is maybe help them get it. We've talked about this before, help them get a new job. Yeah. We had had, I had had friends that worked at, uh, some restaurants who had shitty owners. And when they leave, it's like, you know, try not to give them a job. This article was more saying like, you know, maybe some people are frowned upon because they had previously worked for an owner and maybe they turned a blind eye to some of the things that were going on. Maybe some situations that's true. Other times it's not. Nobody knew what was going on. I don't really think that's a problem in the industry. But the fact of the matter is, is you need to know, especially in Seattle, we're about that. We, we you know, we like to talk about the quality of, of product and food and chefs and cooks in this city. We try to talk about that and we support our friends and stuff. We go there. And if you find out somebody's using, you know, Cisco. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, you're crazy ass dark drops. We bastards. Yeah. We frown upon that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we've talked about on the show before when somebody's lying about product or, you know, farm to table or locally sourced. I mean, that's almost as bad as touching a child, I guess. You know, it's sweet. We, we, I, 
I mean, I mean, there's no like finding Neverland and the guy that put an order in through U.S. Foods. You know what I mean? That's not a. <laughs> it's finding out you you don't locally source your uh, non-GMO uh, corn. You know? Oh man, fun! It's terrible. So only the young corn. That's what he said. <laughs> terrible people. <laughs> like the baby corn. That guy always eats baby corn. There's a problem with him. He only eats little smokies. Oh God. Back to little smokies. So oh yeah, so Chick-fil-A. Um <laughs> Yeah, I mean Don't don't support it. I don't care. Even there's those people that say, Oh, that shit's good. I don't care. I'm just gonna go because it's good. It's like how many other places are good? You know what makes it probably good? MSG. Put some MSG on the shitty chicken tenders you get at Albertsons or something. It's yeah, you'll be fine. I I like Chick-fil-A. All it's right, delicious. I'm gonna be honest. I've eaten Chick-fil-A enough that I've gotten to the point where, uh, and maybe I've just been fucking ruined by other fast food, but like at a certain point, I'm just tired of fucking whole breast chicken sandwiches because it's like, how the fuck am I supposed to chew through this thing? I just don't understand why people have these alliances towards like billion dollar companies and get like super crazy about them without knowing there's probably in your city alone, 40 different varieties of fucking fried chicken sandwiches you can get. Does it really need to be a Chick-fil-A? I think people, it's, it's about the price point is very low. I understand. That. They have a drive-thru. I understand reasonable. That. It's, and then you can also like, it's going to be the same every time you go there. Well, I understand consistency and yeah. I understand that's why people still go to McDonald's and Burger King and everybody else. But at the same time, I, I don't know if Burger King's like doing that kind of stuff. Man, And yeah. even if they are, when's the last time they made a Burger King? Probably like eight years ago. You know, Burger King did really, really good with their marketing strategy. I mean, because I didn't think anything about Burger King until they came back out with the King. The King was the shit. Yeah, the King yeah. was a creepy rapist, and let's not even. <laughs> oh my his eyes! God. His eyes. No, did you see that they had the one commercial where like the dudes asleep in the bed or whatever, and the King's standing <laughs> over him, and it's like, is that really what you? Our food will come into your house and sexually assault you while you sleep. Jesus. That's not really an ad campaign. I think maybe. I, run. I think maybe they're talking about the food being so good it creeps into your dreams. Yeah. Or you like yeah, want to wake still up creepy as fuck. And if I ever saw that dude stand in my room, he would get kneecapped. Oh, well, I just think I just I think the whole point of what I'm trying to say is that uh, maybe you should do a little bit more research about yeah. who owns the restaurant, where it comes from and, you know, who the money's actually going to, you know? I, yes. I mean, there's a point to that. But like the, the, the counter to that is just, that, you know what, if we did that with everything we do, um, we wouldn't be able to go outside the house. Not yeah. true. Well, how I mean, there's ki- always cooking for yourself, right? Uh, with, Unless with, you think you're a shitty person. No. <laughs> <laughs> with food that was picked and sourced by immigrant laborers being paid way under minimum wage, that were supporting these horrible farmers who abuse people and rape immigrants because we want to cook at home instead of like ordering our shit from an ethical source. Yeah. Like, th- 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 there's a. There's a. At the end of the day, is anything really like. You I know, can get conflict one. free. You no. know, like if you go on Twitter, no, not even the water you drink. There's <laughs> exactly. a bunch of crazy shit going on yeah. there too. So I don't. So know. you have to minimize. You know, you and, I, and I think I think not eating at Chick Fil A is okay. So it's, yeah, that's that's great. Also, we're in Seattle. There's no Chick Fil A here. How about this? not him? See, that's how why about, he's supporting it. I know how, he likes it. He how does. about this? <laughs> if every time I eat Chick Fil A, I blow a guy. Is that okay? No, that doesn't solve no, the problem. That doesn't solve the. You do that without eating Chick Fil A. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So yeah, oh, only when I need to ride home. Damn, Sorry. look what's going on. All right, one more thing in uh, food news, real quick. I'm just bring this on you food the news um food and wine came out and they uh, wrote a fucking article and i just think this is funny but it brings up a good point uh the article is cleaner restrooms may lead to diners spending more money says a survey and basically i don't understand why they need to write about this because of course you know cleaner it's psychology of fucking food but they said uh about half about half of Americans surveyed said 50, 52% to be exact said they definitely would spend more money on a business with a well-maintained restroom. Um, I don't know how many times I've been to a restaurant and the the dining room looks amazing, spectacular. All the people are clean. And then I go into the bathroom I'm like, what the fuck is this mess in here? It makes me definitely view my opinion of a restaurant change when I go into the bathroom. And I think that the employees are filthy, disgusting human beings. Yeah, I mean, you know, if, if your bathroom, if you don't give enough shit to clean the bathroom that people see, I don't want to know how you treat the shit that people can't see. 
Good point. Shit and shit. How's your bathroom look? It's fine. Yeah. It's no, nothing. Nothing crazy. special. No. Nothing to go. Um, I th- there was a really good fact uh, in this article though about saying that um, people tend, uh, you know, they use restaurant bathrooms for a, a lot of like breaks while eating dinner. So if they have if they have some kind of conflict at their table or they need to take a phone call or maybe they have a a fight with somebody other they take a second they go into the bathroom and they just they just take a break and relax sit on the toilet maybe and just you know cry maybe text somebody ask for advice and so you know maybe make your bathrooms a little bit more nicer what am I supposed to do? Like have a couch in there? You can talk about your problems. I love that. Yes. That's, no, man, fucking wanna, those bathrooms are awesome. Wanna, I would love a cool. lounge style bathroom where you can just sit around and watch people do their business. No, I don't. That, <laughs> I'm not going to buy that for you. Sorry. No, I don't want a poop couch. But, but I mean, it is it, like you. Okay. So if you're having, if there's somebody says, like somebody says something that offends you at a table. I'm not going to go to the bathroom and cry in there for the next five no, minutes. No, but maybe you just want to step away and just like, you know, gather your no, thoughts I'll or something. No, I'll just walk out of the fucking restaurant and leave them there. Yeah, but then people, I know, but if you're, let's say I'm you're I'm just going to go ahead and pick the thing that I know they're most self-conscious about and say the most vile thing I can. That's how we do this. <laughs> it's, That's, you know, it's, low. <laughs> but the thing about it is, is like you're out with like in-laws or something like sure. that, you know, and one of them, you know, there's some Trump supporters or whatever, or, you know, Hillary fans or whatever, whatever yeah. you be. If they're like wearing a MAGA hat, I'm like already walking in the restaurant seeing them wearing that and I'm walking. The other really? Way. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's, I don't, I don't, agree, do I don't that. agree with that. I, that's fine. You don't have to. You're, I, you're also not me. I know, but I, I think... But I don't, I'm not the type of person that's going to sit there and be like, oh, wonderful. The other side of the story. What a wonderful dinner. That is not happening. I don't the, have enough time for that shit. I'm like the shit stir. No, I, I don't like and that. And I like, I just want to sit down and, and figure out like, how, how racist are you? No, first off, play. first off, I don't have a lot of time off. Second, True. if it's going to go to dinner, I rarely go to dinner now these days because I'm super yeah. busy. And three, if that's going to be like the first... First thing I see is a big red indicator that you're a piece of shit. I'm walking the other way. Okay. Do you, would you allow a diner in your restaurant wearing a MAGA hat? I haven't had it. And people, whatever, I don't care. But I would tell them to go fuck off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Politely? Fuck no. 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 Adamantly. You, politely? Politely. Wait, who are we talking to? I would literally walk up with my phone in my hand and refund their ticket right before I said anything and I'm going to be like I just refunded your ticket and you can leave that's exactly how that would go please say no please no I don't need to say please I don't need to say anything (laughs) Uh, I don't need to ask for their permission they're my fucking restaurant if they pay my rent and pay my bills then they can do that but it's a private establishment and I can I have the right to refuse service to anyone that's true. That is true. So I, I would walk up to them. I would issue their refund, and I'm asking them to leave. That, ha, it'd be just like that. Have you heard about the, the new, bird? No, the bird is the word. No, the bird is not the word in this case. Mm-hmm. Have you heard about the new dining out Trump app? I I have uh, I have, and I hope for fuck's sake that they don't put my shit on there. Because if they do, <laughs> it's going to be a fun story. They get to tell their friends. Keith, have you heard about this? I have not heard about this. Please explain for our so guests. So there is a new. A rock. There's been many, 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 many viral videos and instances and stories about uh, people wearing, Trump supporters um, wearing and or vocalizing their opinion on President Trump who've been at restaurants or in uh, uh, food establishments or whatever, retail establishments, and they voice their opinion on the president or whatever I had to call him our president. But, um, and they've been asked to leave. Um, and then there's other ones that clearly show uh, on their websites or in their yeah, retail they're, they're windows that they're all about That's Trump. great. Good for them. So there are people that are uh, going and uh, telling other, you can download the app and it's telling you what restaurants or retail spaces are Trump friendly. But that's good. I'm glad that there's something like that. So they can all go to those restaurants. Because then that's like like segregation. I don't care. They can all get on their little fucking island they think they're on and think they're in their own little world by themselves. Look, it's a really small amount of people that are kind of like that. I was going to say it's you know what I mean? It's not like I'm going to walk around down the street. Look, I was in a bar in Fremont. This is like a month ago. And there was these two guys like 
talking about building a fence and all this shit. And I was, I was sitting right next to him and I turned over Hell I was like, and no. I looked over, I was like, you guys know you're in the wrong fucking area. Right. Right. And they go, excuse me. And they started laughing like all jockey and shit. And I'm like, no, nah, dude, you guys are in the wrong fucking neighborhood. And they were, they're just like being dickheads. And I was like, you guys better watch your shit. I mean, it's not like I'm going to do something about it. Cause I don't fucking give a fuck, but like you guys are in the wrong fucking neighborhood. Yeah. And you guys need to go to like, I don't know. Kids. Well, here's the thing. No, but <laughs> Seattle is not a punch you in the face kind of town. It, it's, you know what, for it me, just, dude, I'm, I'm not, a punch you in the face look, kind of person. I'm not going to punch someone yeah. in the fucking face but for some shit like that. Either. Because you know what, you know how many more problems I'm going to fucking have. No, but my point is, like, is I would like, love to be able to punch them in the no, face, no, but the problem problems on the back end is like you get arrested and you gotta go to court well, not, not in Seattle the cops don't give a shit my point is though is that Seattle is not the kind of city where they have New York City walk around that shit you're gonna get drilled oh totally but I mean look I, I understand <laughs> again we can do the, the tough New York thing all the time and I and I appreciate that but it's like I'm, I'm not gonna just sit there and be quiet about it just like somebody walks in my restaurant, I'm not gonna like be like, oh, well, they're fine, they're just good people. Fuck that shit. That's a stupid ass fucking take, and I hate that. Where everybody has to feel like they have to listen to everybody else and say, oh, well, you know, but they're, you know, he's a he's a fucking so and so stand up person in the community. I'm like, well, then why is he wearing that goddamn hat? They know what that shit's about. It's like it's really like a red Ku Klux Klan hat. That's all it is. Yeah. No, it is. It's saying I'm racist without saying I'm racist. Yeah, it is. And it's just like, look, the rise and fall of everybody else that there's little stupid symbolism throughout history and time. We're going to look back at those little red hats and go, yeah, that was a dawning of that symbol of being hate. fucking hate and racist. That's I all don't it is. quite equate it to a Ku Klux Klan. It uh, is. They're just too stupid to cover their face now. I will say <laughs> that at this point, if you're, if you're wearing a MAGA hat, you've made a conscious decision to say... I'm this kind of person. Yeah. I've never seen one in person. You know what the, the MAGA hat uh, evolved from? Truck nuts. <laughs> truck nuts. Those little truck nuts went away, and now they're like MAGA hats. They oh, went right into it. Yeah, that's all it is. A bunch of dumb fucks. Anyway. There's always some dude with one of those fucking extra smokestacks coming out of his truck so he can roll coal. There, oh, there's that. a thing. There's, there's something about... There's something about... Trump supporters who are in a liberal town that they, if they're a business owner and live there, they won't say that they are they won't. Trump supporters because they know that nobody will shop there. There are plenty of people around you that are neighbors in Ballard or Seattle that are Trump supporters. Fucking Trump supporters. And they voted for Trump and they are, but yeah. they'll still drive the same Subaru and still wear the same Birkenstocks with socks and shorts. And they look exactly like everybody else here, but they're not going to sit there and put the MAGA hat on. They're which, not going to put the you which know, is Trump Pence thing Exactly. And, and, I, and I appreciate that. You can vote for whoever you want right. to vote for. And I, and I may pass judgment on you, but it's your right. I'm not going to tell you who to vote for. That's your right. But to I'm do. still going to go. But you don't. But you you don't have to fucking wear, shove it up in somebody's face and fucking proclaim that we're a bunch of libtards and that, um, you know, it's just a sign of hate. And I, it really I keep is. your opinion yourself. If you don't, that's the same thing with gay people. If you don't like gay people, that's your fucking right to not like gay people. I don't need you out there calling somebody a fag or fucking telling somebody they're a terrible person for being trans or anything like that. You're entitled to your own opinion. I don't believe people... If you fucking are out there, you're a Christian or a Catholic or anything like that, that's your choice. Do I agree with it? No. I don't want you coming up to me asking me if I fucking believe in God and ask me why I don't believe in God. Um, I like it when they do that because it gives me a chance to insult them. I don't know. I just don't have time for that shit. 100%. Anyways, like fuck I, Trump, fuck Maga. Let's move on to food. <laughs> okay. Back to food. Uh, today we are going to be delving into paying dues in a restaurant and what that means and our opinions on it and yes. where that actually comes from. You know, what the history of uh, and why it's maybe important or not so important these days. Well, so um, what kicked this conversation off? Well, what kicked it off is a much deeper, deeper uh, situation. There's a book coming out. Uh, I don't even know how to say the dude's name. Kawame Awaachi. That was a really bad pronunciation. Anyway, yeah, I know who you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. And he's coming out. He's a pretty young guy. That was like the verbal version of a MAGA hat. I don't I know think how he's to like, pronounce I think he's like name. 27 or 28 he's or something. Super like young. He's super young. He's yeah. super young. And he's worked at, what, Per Se? A bunch of places. And, yeah, a bunch of places. And he's writing a memoir. And he's really talented. Super talented. And he's got skills. And he's trying to open up. He saved a bunch of money. He's going to open up his own yeah. place. Which well, he already did. I don't know if he has uh, or he hasn't. I'm not sure. Um, but he 
basically he took his kind of diary, I guess, or kitchen notebook. Right. And turned it into like a memoir. Which is great. And there was a bunch of people out there who had said, I haven't read it. I've only read excerpts and I've read some reviews of it and stuff like that. And I thought it was cool. But you can even see in some of the comments and some of these reviews of it is people saying, who the fuck are you? At 27 in the restaurant industry, you've never even opened a fucking restaurant or owned your own. And who's the who the fuck are you to say that you can write a memoir at this age? That's one part of it. The second part of it is he fucking was going into. So I was trying to keep it a little light. But since you want to know what spawned this, it was because he said no matter what, how long I was in a restaurant, how many dues I was supposed to pay, who I know, how hard I worked, I'm black. And it. I was, I just wasn't, and I was young and I, there was no way I was ever going to be moved up to executive chef of some of these restaurants being so young and being black. And he just felt that he was treated differently and he thought he had paid dues at some of these places and he would get skipped over or they'd hire somebody from outside and he would never get pushed forward. And that, that was one of the issues. And that's one of the reasons I wanted to talk about this was not because of the color of his skin or, you know, necessarily just his age, but sometimes I think the subject of paying dues is bullshit. What, I, that's my belief. A, a lot of skill set is assumed by people going, okay, how long have you worked in a kitchen? And they go 15 years. Oh, so you've seen some shit. You've done some shit. Okay, cool. And then they get hired just because of something like that. I've seen it happen. Yeah. Um, I, when I'm hiring people, I don't care where they've worked. Yeah. I don't care what they've done. I go, how do you fit into this kitchen with these other people? And we go from there. Um, because I felt a lot like this guy working in kitchens and having people tell me that you're going to have to wait X amount of years before we'll even let you be a line cook. Even people going like, Oh, you know what, if you're going to be doing as a line cook, you're going to be there for two or three years before you can move to the next section. Or here's a sous chef that's been here for 10 years. They're never going anywhere. So you're gonna have to wait until they're gone. The paying dues thing is fucking bullshit. Um, because not everybody needs to pay dues in certain ways. So for example, if somebody says I needed to pay my dues by doing Puerto Rican food, I'm 37 years old. I've been cooking that shit for 37 years. That's longer than most people have even like thought about cooking. Um, but also earning my owning my own restaurant as well. When the fuck is that supposed to happen? Right. When was I supposed to do that? Well, no, but that's the thing. You can do whatever the fuck you want. Like, exactly. dudes are like specific to a context and a place. Like, right. if let me put it this way: if you'd walked into a linea and said, "Okay, I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want," they'd have laughed your ass off. They of course, just get the fuck out. Yeah. But at a certain point, you had the opportunity to do some more things you wanted because you paid dues and you showed them that yes, I can handle this. Yes, I can yeah. do this. Yes, I'm gonna not, you know comport myself in a way that makes everybody look bad. There's right. a certain amount of trust that has to build up. And especially in kitchens where everything is so intense and we have to know that people are going to be able to perform under pressure. Of course you're going to get thrown in the pressure cooker to yeah. make sure that you can handle it. Yeah, I, I get that. I mean, I just go if this guy wanted to work in a certain way and people weren't trusting him or understanding him or listening to him or giving them the shot, then that's on them. Then fuck him. You know, I'm glad he's doing what he's doing now. I'm glad he's figured it out for himself. Oh, that's what he said, fuck, fuck yeah. the system. Fuck everybody else. I'm going to do it my way. You yeah, know? and that's the thing. It's like it's you, have, you have the opportunity to walk away and do that. Yeah. And I'm happy for him. And if it works, great. If it doesn't, cool. But like, to me, all that is part of paying your dues. It's, yeah. it's like it's 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 putting in to the profession and the the calling that you love enough time to be able to do it competently. And I, I can't tell you whether or not he's competent at 27 to do it. So l let him go out and try. I think there's a lot of stuff, you know, rules that are written in restaurants where everybody feels like you have to do certain things before you can move to a next thing. You do need to learn certain things you before do. you can move forward. So but that's, that's, that's knowledge. I understand that. Yeah. But if you're, you know, working at a French restaurant, they're going to say, well, you can't make this before you make this before you make that. And you're just like, I don't want to learn all that. I want to learn a little bit of this French shit. Then I want to go work at an Italian place. Yeah. Then I want to work at a Spanish place. Then I want to work at Ethiopian restaurant. Then I want to work at, you know, but you can do that because you decided you want to fit into that. Exactly. System that they've built. Exactly. But if you just, if you go to fucking one of these fancy French places and you're like, yo, I, this is what I want to do. Like, I want to be the saucier at Le Bernardin. You're going to have to go in there and fucking pay your dues to get to that point. But that's not going to happen because the guy's still there. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, the guy's been there since the fucking eighties. <laughs> Unless he fucking dies, you're not, he's not going anywhere. And there's but, three people waiting to get in there. 
<laughs> yeah. Like th- that whole idea of the pay and dues is bullshit is like only if you want it to be. If you if you find yourself in a situation where people say you got to do X, Y, and Z to get to point Z, well then fucking you got to do it's that. Almost, that's just part of it. It almost touches that like union kind of rule yeah, most thing a little bit. And I think, I think a lot of it comes from that, you know, going these older styles of kitchens where, you know, you were in a hotel or you're in like a union style thing where people are like, well, you know, so-and-so has been here 15 years. So when I started my, uh, I was the executive chef of a hotel here. I won't name it. It's easy to find out who it was, but, um, <laughs> I walked in and there was about three employees there and I started shifting some stuff around because I figured out some people were good at certain things. Some people weren't yeah. good at certain other things. And I had two people walk up to me and they said, I've been here 20 years you know, I'm not going to get off this shift to then change my shift now. And I'm like, that's not your call. I'm the chef. This is not what you think it is. I'm putting people here where I need them to be. And they were like, but you can't do that. And I'm like, I just did. Here's your new schedule. So Ooh, <laughs> I don't know how, man, that's, a, and I was, that's and a I'm, tough I'm 20 to, years younger than these people. Yeah. They've been cooking longer than I yeah. have. And then now I'm their executive yeah. chef. Yeah, that's what's fucking up? tough. Yeah, what's up? Fuck. Because that's exactly man. what I walked into the thing, and I'm like, I'm gonna either bite this shit and eat this shit forever, I heard and have these guys run me, or I'm gonna be like, I'm hired to be executive chef See, by the powers that be here. I've mentioned it on the show before, but uh, before I even knew Eric. I knew his reputation and these are some of the things that I heard <laughs> and I was like, dude, that's fucked up. I understand your half of it and I understand. Can their, I tell you something? I understand their half of Can it. Can I tell you something? Sure. So my, my dad's military. There's a thing called chain of command. Yes, sir. Yeah. There's a thing called chain of command. And when you come inside and, and somebody says, Hey, you say yes, chef. Yeah. You go, Hey, I'm the person that's, I'm, I'm the person that's being paid to be here. You know, and the the hiring of an executive chef is not by committee. They're not asking the line cook or saute to go fucking interview the executive, next executive chef. When a new executive chef is coming into town, they know that they want shit to be changed, but they're not going to say it. So ownership's not going to say it. They're going to, they, everybody lined up and said how they didn't like the food program, how they didn't want this. They didn't want this and they didn't want that. So they said, you get free reign to do whatever you want. So I said, oh, really? That's the case? Then I'm going to do it. So here we go. Well, but then everybody turns around two seconds later because they go, that person's been working here 15, 20 years. We didn't really think of it that far about you wanting to do this. And I said, well, then why did you hire me? You know what I mean? That's a did sticky. You, did that's you, a, yeah, it's a very sticky. So did you explain to them there's a method to their madness? There's a reason why you're doing it this way? Or did you just say, like, well, I'm the fucking, I'm the man? I never said that. I'm the man. But I said, there's a reason why I was hired to do <laughs> yeah. this. And there's a reason why there's some buzz here. There's a reason why now we're getting a lot more stuff than we used to. You guys are getting a lot more hours than you used to. Everybody's getting paid more. Everybody's everything. It was like fucking jackpot for them. But then they're going like, well, I have to work harder because your stuff's more elaborate. And I'm like, I'll teach you how to do it. Do you want to cook or do you not want to cook? Right. So then is it comfort zone or is it whatever? So, so that's the thing. It's like when we talk about things like paying your dues, if you acknowledge someone paid their dues, then what you're, what are you supposed to do? Let them go now become complacent. Well, not keep pushing, not keep whatever, not keep whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like, yeah, but here's the thing is like when you talk about paying dues to me, part, part of what paying dues does is it teaches you, the way things are expected to be and the way you should do them. like Standards? Standards. Yeah, standard I get that's not true procedure. across the board, though. No, no I'm, I'm, it's never going to be true across the board. But, like, t- to me, the, the biggest lesson I learned in kitchens was, like you said, it's chain of command. Like right. the, the only two acceptable answers are, uh, well, three acceptable answers are, yes, chef, no, chef, and I don't know, chef. <laughs> yeah, I mean, sure. So, like. Sorry, chef. No, don't say sorry. I'm not, I'm <laughs> sorry. not your nobody, girlfriend nobody or boyfriend. A, don't tell me sorry. sorry in the kitchen. No, <laughs> Won't let it that just means again, you weren't chef. prepared or yeah, I didn't teach you right. About That's sorry it. in the kitchen. It's, it's black like, and white. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Sorry, yes, sorry, no, chef. or I don't know. No, no, no. It's it's e- it's either look, I didn't train you I didn't train you right. Yep, it's your fault, Jeff. Or you're off today somewhere. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or that's it. It's it's a it's a you and me conversation if something doesn't go right. So like I but for me, like the whole paying dues thing is like, okay, it's supposed to teach you how to operate in this environment. And frankly, people that get comfortable and get complacent and decide that they want to work on this schedule and nothing has to change, then somebody failed to teach them and somebody failed to make sure they were ready for the job. So many times what I understand what you're saying, right? I understand what Eric's saying. But so many times when paying dues means 
that people have become complacent and some people are being lazy and they're leaning on new people saying like, that's just what I had to I'm go gonna through. I'm going to have to do all the shit Exactly. Work. So you're treated like a fucking bitch. And then what a lot of younger people are there, like these people that are old, that are stuck in kitchens that haven't moved on, they have become complacent and lazy and they're very have They have the set schedule. They have everything and they make everybody do the bitch work. They don't care about learning more. They don't care about doing, going above and beyond. You got these new kids that come in that are hungry, that want to cook, want to learn. They never even get to talk to fucking chef. You know what I'm saying? All they do is get bitched at by their fucking lead, their Sue, their CDC, and they're fucking made to feel like shit and well, told that they're fucking nothing. And like, you're green. You don't know what the fuck's going on. Right. And not, not necessarily, that's not even true. They've probably read more fucking cookbooks than that old fuck who's up there fucking or acting like probably, he's fucking God. Or they worked in like restaurants where they learned X amount more stuff. Yeah. You know, and it's just but, crazy. Uh, so but it's just not it's not it's not fair and I don't want to sound like a fucking bitch and be like you know life isn't fucking fair you know I hear that shit you hear that shit in the kitchen all the fucking time like shut the fuck up and do it that's your fucking job if you don't like it go somewhere else you know what I'm saying it's it's fucking whack dude the, the two points I'm gonna make fucking are this whack, one bro um, <clears throat> I think that paying dues has to come with some kind of balance out on the other side. Like you can give me all the shit work in the kitchen. You can make me peel potatoes. You I want to see you fucking... do it too, motherfucker, right next to me. Yeah, it's not just that. And I'm going to get to that. But it's like, yes, I'm going to do all this shit work, but it comes with the understanding that there's some payoff at the end. Like if I do all these things to prove to you that I can and will do them with a good attitude and do them correctly, there should be like, okay, now that you've done that, we can teach you more shit. No, of course. Yeah. Now, the other thing is, is I'll say this in, in my old chef Wang, uh, chef Wang, uh, the one thing that I respected the fuck out of about him was that I'd, I'd come into work sometimes and he'd be in the dirtiest nastiest part of the fucking kitchen that we were getting ready to go and he'd be in there getting his hands dirty and doing shit that like ordinarily you'd leave for the dishwasher but he didn't he's yeah. like yeah i understand this is part of my job that's as a how leader. it goes that's how it goes and i mean that's, that's why i respect the fuck out of the guy yeah i mean there's times where i i have cooks in my kitchen going like you still have to do this other thing you have to do this other thing i'm like yeah because that's how this goes around here and they're like you work this hard and i'm like yeah, <laughs> I had I had a guy I hired him and he was there for a couple of weeks and he was just like, I don't know how you guys do this. And he was just Cocaine. looking at me Ingrid. No, not at all. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> like, I would just be like rambling about not even cooking anything. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, but it's like literally sitting there having people go, oh, you work so hard. You do this stuff. And I'm like, yeah, because at a certain level, my mise en place became past saute station and became restaurant and became company. Yeah. And so then you start to go, okay, now I see what's going on here. And the the biggest fear I had when I started cooking professionally is was I was 27 and I was making the move into this industry. And I put a goal in my head and I said, I don't want to be a 35-year-old fucking line cook. I said, if I make it to being a 35-year-old line cook and that's how far I've made it, I'm out. And so, yeah, you, you set a timeline and you go, if somebody's going to get in your way and be your speed bump and they're going to tell you you need to pay your dues and spend X amount of time and you're getting to the point where that doesn't meet your expectations or your own time frame, then fuck them. Go roll right over them. Have you been in a fist fight in the kitchen before? Never. Never. Almost? Never. Almost. Almost. When I was when I was younger and I was like a line cook-ish type of person, yeah. sure. I've had like people push me and, you know, Ooh. that kind of shit or throw shit at me or, you know. I'm now, all, as a Puerto Rican, have you ever cut a bitch? I don't <laughs> look, man. I, I I don't know if you've realized this about me, but I'm pretty I'm pretty good on the uh, the the shit talking in the words department. Uh so he I stab I you with very, a knife. It's got a Yeah, I I tongue. do very very like I, I'm very patient uh, when it comes to shit like that. I'll, I'll get it back somehow. Me and, um, me and Johnny almost came to blows one time. I, yeah, I don't. It doesn't make sense. Like, so if I go and punch somebody in the fucking face, my yeah, hand's going to hurt. Good. Feels no, good. my hand's going to hurt. Good. They're going to have a fucking thing on their face. And then it's just like, what happened here? And that's just eight times more worse. If, you know, end up starting playing games and you're just like, whatever, then that's fine, too. <laughs> There's no place for it anyway. With the whole honest. with the whole paying due situation, it's um, I, I've seen. Some, I believe there's 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 room to push people and a little bit of hazing that I, I believe is is acceptable within the kitchen. No, yeah, it make it does it, it builds. It's just like family, can right? I tell it's, you, it's just like can family. I tell you, you pick something? on your you pick on your little brother, no, 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 right? No, no, no. Can I tell you something about the hazing bullshit? You ever write paychecks for people in I, a restaurant? I have of your own restaurant. No. The fucking hazing goes, okay, so I'm paying these guys to fucking fuck around like this? Uh, yeah, Absolutely yeah. not. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't, I don't do it. You gotta hide it. Hide I don't it do it. Chef. Maybe hide they it, can hide it. it from some other, but that shit doesn't fly <laughs> in my house. I, I go, okay, you guys do this shit after you're done, but we're not you playing don't make, fucking You don't make games. jokes? 
I make jokes and we have a good time and we, yeah. I joke around about fucking everything, but yeah. I'm not sitting there going like, now we're going to play pranks on you and, you know, saran wrap you to the fucking table Shit's and, funny. you know, blue tape you to the wall. Like that. Freeze your I, knives anytime I, see, I oh, see people doing oh, like Instagram stories that. or any of this other shit about that kind of stuff. And I'm just like, there's literally somewhere, somebody high up in that restaurant that's not there that isn't seeing this shit. And the first thing they're going to go is like, I've got three of you for the One next of you 20 minutes. Cut right now. Yeah. For the next 20 minutes, I have three of you. Yeah. You know how much that costs me to have you guys yeah. playing fucking, you know, yeah. show Touch you my butt. half of my balls. You know, that's not okay. You don't do that. Yeah. It, it, but I probably, it builds, it builds a stronger team. We were talking about, I mean, that's what Keith are talking about earlier, but uh, that's what I'm saying. A little bit is acceptable. I, I, I don't, yeah. you know, fucking with somebody's knives or their spoons or their shoes or, you know, that, Touch that, my knees, touch my knives. That shit, that shit fucking, fucking sucks. You. But playing around, joking with somebody, you know, I'll send somebody next door from some dehydrated, uh, you know, water. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, whatever. I need my. I was a I was a busser. Uh, it was my first job in Texas when I was living down there, and uh, they asked me to go get a, a left-handed bus tub. <laughs> <laughs> so I had the right-handed one, and I flipped it around, and I said, "There you go," right in front of their face. Smart, and then yeah. they they were like, "Oh fuck, we can't play that game with I, this guy." I talked to somebody the yesterday or whatever, and they were like, they were super busy, and they were a new person, and they asked them to go next to like go to the sister restaurant, and ask for I don't, a rice peeler or something like that. <laughs> and he was like, "I don't fucking have time to do that shit." That's tight. And he just kept like working, and they came to the end of the thing. They were like, "Yeah, you know, you know, you know, did you know that we were playing around with you, or did you were you being serious about not having time?" And he was like. No, I just didn't have fucking time. And why the fuck would you play around with me like that? You saw how fucking busy I was. And you're going to ask me to go next door and ask for something that doesn't fucking exist? You're a fucking piece of shit. I like this guy. And I was like. I like this guy. Damn, my G. What's is, up, Is homie? he available? Can I hire him? <laughs> he's front of the house. And he is. Oh, perfect. And he is in a band. He's in a cool band. Knox Novella. Knox Novella. That name sounds cool. Again, and, can we borrow this guy? Anyway. Um, so we'll wrap up the show right around there. And I just want, you know, it's one of those things we talk about on the show. You know, Keith has a different opinion. I have a different opinion. Eric has a different opinion. But just something to think about when you are out there trying to fucking make somebody like this. When you people are online, it's like, let's give this motherfucker the shitty job of, you know, scraping the fucking walls or the floor in the fucking walk in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, always. The newest guy. The newest guy gets to do all the fucked shit. And it's like, well, if nobody else is going to do it, then you're all fucking bullshit. I remember, I, so I'm not going to say the place that I was or anything like that, but I was uh, running a, a line and every time it would be slow, I would give somebody the opportunity to step into my position and run my station um, and kind of be lead in charge of everybody. And I would go do that kind of bullshit, like pull the racks away from the walk-in and stuff like that and, and scrub, you know, take a steel wool to the walls and do some like deep cleaning yeah. on shift while it was slow and when it got busy enough or you're in the weeds, let me know and we'll come We'll come run shit. I got fucking yelled at by my fucking CDC, not my chef, but my CDC, because he's like, why the fuck? You know, you're supposed to be here doing this. This is with your job and you're having somebody else do your job for you. And I'm like, and the, he says to me, have so-and-so go do that. And it's the young person. And I'm like, what the fuck much are was, you How much were you getting paid? I was on salary. How so much was he getting paid? Hourly. So he was paying you more than the other guy? Yeah. That's probably why. Exactly. Yeah. He, but I wanted, but I wanted somebody to learn a new position, learn a new task, learn that. to take charge. I don't need a robot. No, you know I get it. I, Metro Metro Brumen could be down there sweeping the fucking floor. Such a good name. You know what I'm saying? It's such a good name. Um, but, my fucking robot vacuum. He's a. But I mean, I didn't mind. It. I didn't mind scrubbing the walls and stuff. You I know, get I it. could just imagine Look, this kid down there going, "I didn't come here to scrub fucking walls. I, I came here to learn I get how that. to cook." But I got yelled at. Totally. I understand why you got yelled at. I was so pissed, dude. I you fucking just, left. I, that. I, I knew I had to fucking leave. I because I told my chef, and I was like, "Well," and they're like, "Well, you know, he's he's in charge when I'm not here." And I'm That's how it goes, man. Fuck. I know. I know. That's how I just, I mean, it all goes back to that. There's so many different styles of kitchen. Yeah. And when you get into, I don't know what level that is or isn't, but there's just that, that style of kitchen where it's like, this is the CDC and that's what they do. And you're on salary and you're do that's what you do. They, they kind of don't want you seeing to do those types of things. So no. for example, if I have staff in that is there doing a bunch of prep and my dish person comes in like 20 minutes, there's some times where I'm like, I don't need you doing dishes right now to the person who's doing prep. I need you worrying about this because so-and-so is coming in in 20 minutes. 
they look at me sometimes like, but I can do this. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I have five more projects I need you to do. Yeah. This is why this is happening. It's not me going and I need you to peel fit. these peas. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just, you know, yeah. I, or get freeze dried ones and start a conversation. Do you hear about the name of that new fucking new place? What's it called? Oh my God. The What's- Thompson. They, oh, uh, they it. No, I haven't it's heard the name of, it. of the place is called conversation. Oh, God. <laughs> and they're talking about taking people's cell phones away at the table and all this shit. I will not. Be I was gone. like, I, will not I was like, there. good luck with that shit. Uh, oh, strolling with my Google Glass. Yeah, I'll have a fucking monologue when I walk away from the restaurant. That's good. Uh, send me that link. Uh, I will. <laughs> if you guys want to reach us or have a conversation with us, oh, uh, I'm going to take away your phone, though. You can reach us at our social media platforms at Grill Hall Long. You can if I took your phone away. You won't be able to see it. At Grill How Long Steak Mister at Facebook and Instagram. It'll be a really delayed conversation. Twitter's going to be at How Long Steak Mister. If you'd like to reach out to me, Bobby Stills. Mine. uh, I'm going to be Bobby Stills on all platforms. That's your PlayStation, your Twitter, your Instagram, your Facebook. Am I on anything else? TikTok? Do I have a TikTok? What is that? Oh no, I, Eric! You don't know what TikTok I've is. I've seen this ads on on Twitter, but oh, I don't want to man, start another one. Addicted. Uh, is it making funny videos and shit? Yeah, yeah. Fifteen second fucking. So it's basically Vine. No, it yeah, yeah. pretty much, pretty much. Okay, uh, Eric, how can they get a hold of you? Uh, Eric Rivera so. cooks Twitter on Instagram. It's, you know, fucking Silver Restaurant on Instagram. Auto Seattle Lechoncito. We do whole pigs. What's up? Suckling, um, suckling. El yeah, Grande we, Papi we Chulo. It's fine. Oh my God, yo. Eric gave me some of his uh, Sasson. Sasson. Oh, yeah, that's good. Man. And I tried. Yeah, dude, he fucking just, like, he made like an avocado salad with it. And I was like, dude, I could eat this whole bowl mm-hmm. of just avocados. Yeah. You know? Don't eat avocados right now. There's a big recall. Heard. Yeah. Thank you. Keith, would you like to uh, let them know how to get in touch with you and maybe some things that you do within the Soundcasting Network, some new projects you got going on, you know? Uh, most of our projects are under wrap, but if you like marijuana and you like food, you should listen to more of our podcasts. Uh, Soundcastingnetwork.com. <laughs> And uh, is Canacon the Canacon stuff up there yet on, oh yeah. on our state on our page? I believe so. Damn, we gotta double check, but damn, fool. Uh, if you want to find me online, fucking get your Google food ready. Oh, fuck oh his uh, <laughs> me. yeah, his Twitter game is really strong, though. Twitter, I'll say yeah. that he's, he's what's, all your, a, what's your Twitter's? Uh, my Twitter is Trash Panda Superstar. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I see him popping up all the time. I can tell, but he's like on one. Uh, it's pretty good. Yo, any like yeah, and if you guys want to get a hold of uh of us <laughs> on uh, email us, it's gonna be uh, Grill Hall Long Steak Mister. That's Mister Mr. at Gmail dot com. Uh, man, I w- I used to think that I'm like really good at arguing with people and like you know you don't want to fuck with me, but I, Eric is fucking like really good at arguing with people and I see him snap on motherfuckers and Keith will just annihilate your ass with facts I just call you like little like doo doo head Keith annihilates you with like he's the facts. Ken Jennings of trash talking <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> all right guys uh, I want to thank studio 212 for letting us record here I'd like to thank Keith and Soundcasting Network for hosting our podcast I'd like to thank Eric for uh, helping me um, host this wonderful podcast I'd like to thank the listeners out there for continuing to support us and uh, once again I'd like to thank me myself and I because uh, without me I couldn't do this and I would be all alone. I love you guys. <laughs> Until next week. Grill, how long steak, mister? Five minutes out. Eat a dick, bitch. <laughs>